Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Romantic Truth Podcast. Please be advised that the content of this show is for mature audiences 18 and over due to the topics discussed. Please feel free to follow and like Romantic Truth on Facebook at facebook.com slash romantic truth. You may also listen to the podcast on anchor.fm slash romantic truth. Now, here is your host Jawson. Dating Trends 2023, Women 28 to 34. Title, Navigating Modern Love, Dating Trends and Practices for Women Aged 28 to 34 in 2023. By J. Adams Romantic Truth Podcast Contributor Date, June 17, 2023. Hello, lovely listeners, it's J. Adams here, bringing you the latest scoop on the ever-evolving world of dating. Today, we delve into the realm of love and relationships, focusing on the unique experiences of women aged 28 to 34 in 2023. As technology advances and societal norms shift, the dating landscape continues to transform, presenting both exciting opportunities and potential challenges for modern women seeking meaningful connections. Let's dive right in. Embracing online dating. In 2023, online dating remains a prevalent avenue for meeting potential partners. Dating apps have become an indispensable tool for women aged 28 to 34, offering an array of choices and the ability to connect with like-minded individuals. From swiping right to engaging in virtual conversations, these platforms provide a convenient way to explore various options and get a glimpse into someone's personality before deciding to meet in person. Prioritizing self-care and personal growth. Women in this age bracket are increasingly prioritizing self-care and personal growth before diving into committed relationships. With career goals, personal aspirations, and self-discovery taking center stage, many women are approaching dating as an opportunity to learn more about themselves and what they truly desire in a partner. This introspective approach fosters healthy relationships built on shared values and common interests. Mindful dating. Mindful dating is a significant trend in 2023. Women are embracing the concept of being fully present during dates, actively listening, and observing potential partners' behavior and actions. This practice encourages a deeper connection, allowing women to evaluate compatibility and shared values early on in the dating process. By being mindful, women can make informed decisions about whether to invest time and energy into a particular relationship. Slow dating and building emotional connections. The modern dating scene has witnessed a shift away from quick hookups and casual encounters towards a desire for genuine emotional connections. Women aged 28 to 34 are often seeking partners who are open to nurturing a deeper bond. Slow dating, characterized by taking the time to get to know someone on a profound level, has gained popularity. This intentional approach allows for greater emotional intimacy and paves the way for more meaningful and lasting relationships. Heightened focus on equality and empowerment. In 2023, women aged 28 to 34 are increasingly empowered and assertive when it comes to their dating lives. They demand equality and respect, valuing partnerships based on mutual support and shared responsibilities. Gone are the days of outdated gender roles dictating relationship dynamics. Instead, these women actively seek partners who embrace egalitarian values, fostering an environment where both parties can thrive personally and professionally. Exploring non-traditional relationship structures. 
As societal attitudes toward relationships continue to evolve, women aged 28 to 34 are exploring alternative relationship structures, such as open relationships, polyamory, and consensual non-monogamy. These women prioritize open and honest communication, seeking relationships that align with their values and provide the freedom to explore multiple connections, should they desire it. Remember, dear listeners, the dating world is as diverse as the individuals navigating it. The trends and practices discussed here provide a general overview of what women aged 28 to 34 may be experiencing in 2023. However, it is crucial to approach dating authentically and with an open mind, tailoring your journey to suit your unique desires and aspirations. Stay tuned to the Romantic Truth Podcast for more insightful discussions on modern love, relationships, and dad. Bonjour tout le monde. Bienvenue à Vérité Romantique. Je m'appelle Jean-Saint. Welcome to Romantic Truth, everyone. Las Vegas, because we're keeping it real. All right, folks, we're going to go on and we're going to do this. Yes, we are. All right, we're going to talk about today the Gen Y women. That's right, the women that are purely Gen Y. 28 to 34. Yes, ladies, you're at a crucial point, a decision-making point in your lives, and it's crucial to keep it real. Now, by this time, many of you ladies are done with kissing frogs. Some of you have kind of abstained and focused on your education and careers. Others of you have maybe had a child and have a family. So you're going to be at different stages at this juncture. Now, I'm just going from the information that we were able to data mine and harvest about women in this particular category. Now, if it doesn't pertain to you, well, maybe it doesn't pertain to you. If it does, then it does. So let's separate your feelings from the findings, okay? So in that way, because I guarantee you somebody's gonna write the show, "Uh uh-uh, I got a friend down the street and her situation's not like that. Well, good. Why don't you take that friend down the street to get a cup of coffee? All right, let's carry on here. Now, there are mainly 12 things little bit more maybe that we need to look at these women focus on they're very adept at online dating so this was the first digital generation so they're going to have some idea of how to kind of handle themselves now the difference is It may be more of a little nuance for them with some of the newer AI features, just like it is for everyone else to learn. However, overall though, they got a pretty pretty good handle on technology. Now, what does this mean? They're gonna be more focused on doing their due diligence before meeting you. Many of them will make a decision not to meet you 
based on the interaction online. That's going to save them a lot of time because they're going to value time in ways that the younger generations kind of burn it. So this means that these individuals are going to focus on a few priorities. We'll go down those in a moment. But here's the thing that you're going to have to understand. A lot of people here actually focus more on material things that are going to marginally impact their lives compared to choosing a partner. As I told you before, you'll haggle over an interest rate with a car dealership all night. You'll argue with your mortgage company all day for a different interest rate. You won't advocate for yourself for a decent relationship like that. And it winds up hurting because you don't spend time through the process of looking for it. Because for some reason, people think that it's, it's only about romance and love and happiness and all of that stuff. To some degree, a relationship is also a business. You have a relationship brand. You have to market that relationship by the way you guys behave and interact with each other. So it's not just something that you're just going to grab out of your ass and then just go out in public with. And especially at this stage of the game, these women are playing for keeps. 28 to 34. So they're looking for online etiquette, respect. And many of them are not even going to try to correct you online if you say something out of line. They're just going to block you and report you. Because this generation of women, they're not going out and they're not making excuses to go out with a guy that was disrespectful. That's where things are trending. Now, things may be different in different regions of the world and country because of course, we can't go into everybody's house and ask them questions. We can only go by the marketing data that's provided. But we see where the numbers are leading. Okay, now, what we can also look at, and if you guys want to look at any of the data, you can go on to facebook.com backslash romantic truth. It's there somewhere because I post most of the stuff that I get the information from there. Now, the other thing that we can look at too with this is that there's four questions. Remember those four questions I would always tell you that were very important, those category of questions, not really questions, but categories of them that they ask you during a job interview. So tell me about yourself. Well, guess what you're not going to do in a job interview? Well, you know, uh, I got a nice house. I got me a badass car. Um, and I'm looking for a nice woman. You're not going to go in there bragging about the shit you have, are you? Well, you should not do that either when you're presenting yourself to a woman. Or ladies, when you're presenting yourself to a man. Ladies, nobody gives a fuck about how many celebrities you know and who you dated. We care less about that. What they want to know is about you. They don't give a shit about where you travel. We really don't. 
We don't care how smart you are. We want to know about you, whether or not we can trust you, whether or not you have integrity, whether or not you hold up to the same standard of honesty that you ask in your profile in real life. Fellas, the ladies don't want to hear that shit about your car and you're an alpha male and all of that and the high value man. You coming up with any of those cliche terms, I guarantee you she's just going to tune your ass out. Oh, he's a follower. Now you see why I don't call any of you that subscribe to the show followers. You're all leaders. I ask you to subscribe and to follow a page, but not to follow me. It's up to you to make your own decision. Hell, I'm a fan of the show. What you talking about? And I'm the host. And guess what? I respect it as being a secondary person on this. Even though it's my show. Sounds weird, huh? You create something and then <laughs> you treat it with respect. Now here's the thing. The second question. Category. Purpose. So the guy at the interview may say something like, well, what drives you? What 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 is the incentive? What made you want to work for us? Ooh. Tough question, isn't it? Now, the way you frame a question like that to a partner. So this means that what they're trying to do is to see what are your future plans? How to position this question. So if we were to get together in a relationship, where would we be three years from now? It's just like the boss asking you, for instance, well, if he hired you, uh, where do you see yourself in the company for three years from now? Same concept. Nothing different. If that person starts with me, my, and I on your end, and you're not included in that conversation at all. That's your other red flag. The reason why I'm telling you this, folks, especially for ladies in this demographic from 28 to 34, is because it's very important. And the reason why it's important is because what you're starting to see now is a new trend that is coming up with these women. And um, they're becoming mindful when they date. And this is a part of mindful dating. Seeing whether this person will be a fit. They're going to ask more strategically balanced questions in order to find out whether or not they're wasting their time. Time that they really don't feel as though they should waste. Because you're not going to find in this group too many women that are going to linger around in classic relationships. You know, like uh, some of the others where they have the baby and they stay with the guy and yeah. 
you're not going to see so much of that anymore. Because what is happening now? See, the Gen Z generation had an impact on certain things that they'll see and not do and not do. And it's actually rippling backwards up to other people. Where they're starting to realize, yeah, you know, why was I doing this? I, you know, because now these folks are being a little bit more expressive about the way they position themselves in life. So, the other group, the other thing that we have to remember, these women are going to focus more on self-care. They're going to focus more on personal growth as well, meaning that. They can't be around somebody that does not want them to grow. So, a lot of you guys out there thinking that you could just use the traditional method of just getting a woman and she's wearing an apron. Again, to tell you, it's getting old, and it's getting old overseas too because there are women that are not doing that shit over there. So you don't have a safe haven like you may think. Now, This means that these women are going to be going to make sure that they have their mental state intact. They're going to take breaks where they just sit down and just meditate. And they're going to take their time doing things. And they're going to also reevaluate the things that stress them out in life a lot sooner. So that means that if they have a job that maybe they don't like so much, they may look for a remote job. So they realize they're not stuck anymore. Is what I'm saying, and so that's going to make a big change going forward. And as I tell you, they're going to evaluate their decisions. They're going to put their decisions under a lot of scrutiny to see whether or not they made the right one. Because see, you know, like judges can get you know in trouble. If they have too many of their cases、uh, appealed, you know where they're repealed. So they got to watch that. So they got to make sure they get everything right the first time. So what this means primarily is this: this means that these women are trying to do the same thing judges are doing, trying to get it right the first time on the decision they make whether or not to be with a person. Now, during this period, they're going to also define themselves as to what they really want. And at the other stages, they're going to be figuring it out, especially 18 to 22, 23, 27. They'll have an idea by the time they're in this age bracket. They already have it together. They know what they're looking for. They know exactly what they're looking for. Now, what we have to remember is. When these women were coming up, Gen Zs they weren't around when they were born. When the Gen Ys were born, so this is something that has evolved. Now, the other thing we have to look at is because I'm trying to cram in a hundred million things in at one time. So please bear with me here. You're going to see a lot of them slow date. Slow dating is a big thing. Starts usually with people 23 and up, where they want to slow it down a bit, see whether or not the relationship has legs, 
And they're going to go in an in-depth probe, especially from 28 to 34, to see whether or not this person is emotionally viable and compatible with them. So compatibility is going to be a big word you need to learn. And when I say compatible, I'm talking about with feelings, understanding, communications, and consideration. I don't know why we like to leave that consideration out when I hear all these people talk about communication. Reason being is that if that person does not feel as though you're genuine while you're communicating with them, it goes in one ear and come out the other. So you have to be considerate. Active listening skills going to be very important with this generation. They want to hear feedback from you. These women are going to inquire how are you feeling today. They're going to want to know more about you introspectively. And there's going to be a lot of introspective thought in both directions. And that's what some of the characteristics these women are looking for. That old man macho shit, that John Wayne bullshit is out the door for the most part. You'll find it in certain reaches of the country. But see, this is the gap that you're having now. These are the women that are going to be out there advocating for Roe v. Wade to be re-implemented. Because it's not so much that a lot of these women are going to be impacted because they're not going to get the abortions because they don't maybe not get pregnant or don't want to get pregnant or maybe they've already had their children, had their tubes tied or whatever. They're looking at it from the perspective of other women losing rights. So they will be giving more of themselves back to future generations. It's what they're planning on doing. So this means that these women are not going to be so proactive in movements to keep things the way they were. Not going to happen. And so they're going forward. And they'll leave anybody behind necessary in order to do it. Now we're going to talk more in just a moment. My biggest mistake ever was going on Bumble. I am 23 years old and thought I was meeting a hot 23-year-old girl. I get to the mall to meet her and this woman is about the same age as my mother. All the time while we were texting, she told me everything but the truth. I found out she's 44 years old and into younger men. Her daughter set up her profile and put her picture up there instead of her mom's. This shit ain't cool at all. She did look kind of good to be in her 40s. We went back to her place and fucked. She wants to continue the relationship, but I told her that in order to be with me, she's going to shave those goddamn gray pubes. She told me that she was still married and legally separated. Then she started with the drama taking her husband back to court. Then I find out that she wants me to move in to help her pay the mortgage. More than likely, I might sleep with her a couple more times and move on. I did get the better deal after being introduced to her daughter before I left. I would have been pissed if this girl showed up because she was at least 60 pounds heavier and has three kids. No fucking way. Almighty or Alpha One leader, be advised this is PBR Street Gang requesting emotional extraction for individual that took the simplecratic oath. Vitals are uncontrollable crying, feeling as though they have been used and walking around like a zombie trying to see closure. We'll need helicopter extraction immediately. Street Gang, this is Bob Mighty, over. PBR Street Gang, this is Bob Mighty, standing by, over. PBR Street Gang, this is Bob Mighty, over. PBR Street Gang, this is Bob Mighty, over. 
I was around 24 and she was 39. She had a 19-year-old daughter. And she let it slip one time when we were talking about exes and so forth. She had dated her 19-year-old daughter's ex-boyfriend. After they broke up, mom started sleeping with them and dating him. She called herself and try to change the subject abruptly. You have these MDT teams, mother-daughter teams, where they go in and they try to deal with a guy on that basis. What this woman solely was looking for, and she didn't give a damn what she had to do, she wanted to find somebody that could help her pay that mortgage to keep that house. I'm willing to bet you the husband probably wants to sell it. Now, the other thing is this. She catfished you. She didn't tell you she was married until she slept with you. Fellas, this is a common thing with married and separated women. I don't know why they do this shit. I guess it's to avoid rejection. But they do this like it's some kind of rite of passage. Now, the other thing to keep in mind here. I'm willing to bet you the daughter was the person you were chatting to online. I'm willing to bet that the daughter took care of setting up the profile, the whole package. Mama just went along with it because Mama was benefiting to be with the younger man. And I guarantee you, you're not the first younger man she's been with. You slept with her on the first night. I guarantee you, if you'd find a woman that's in her 40s, most women would not even think of it. In fact, most of them would think you're too young anyway. Let alone talking about sleeping with you on the first time or first meet. Now, I see you got your licks in by telling her she needed to shave her pubic hair and all this other stuff. Now, what this woman's going to do more than likely, she's going to put it in overdrive with you. And the only reason why she's doing this, believe me, is not for the love of you. Yeah, she might like younger men. But what she also likes is somebody that's going to help her keep that house. That's your function. And I guarantee you the other young men that have been with her, they left because they got tired of that shit. Oh, and by the way, as an added bonus, she might get a chance to sleep with her daughter. Don't be surprised. The only reason why I say this, man, is because you got to remember, somebody that's going to set something up like this in the first place, you know there's nothing good coming out in the end. I could be wrong about these folks, but I'm just going by what you brought to me. This is just my opinion only. I don't have any facts to back it up because I don't live in their home and nor do I know you. 
But one thing that I can say for sure, if I were in your shoes, I would not sleep with that woman again. I would let that situation ride because there are a lot of dating sites out there where there are some really fucked up people and that's the reason why they go on those particular sites for a reason. I can't tell you how many people I've met interacted with that had all kinds of problems. One lady wanted to go out on a date because she was going to go to jail credit card fraud think I want to go out, go out with somebody like that hell no you run across this and see the sad thing is a lot of these people have lived in such a way that's so fucked up that they think it's normal and they think it's acceptable as I told you a woman can come to you in any kind of condition any kind of way there will be a man out there to accept her this woman lied to you and in conspiracy with her daughter and she still wind up fucking you. She still wound up with you coming back to get seconds and thirds. Now, let's turn this around. What if your dad showed up and this woman was 23 years old and your dad was 44? And you had helped write an ad using your photo. As soon as that woman would have seen you, she would have said, hell no. And she would have walked away. See, that's the distinction. And women know this. That's the reason why many of them come to men with fucked up situations. Way more fucked up than ours. And that's what you have to realize. At this point in your life at 23, you don't even need to be seeing nothing like that. You don't need to be dealing with anything like that, man. I'm telling you this as a man who used to date women in their 30s and 40s when I was in my 20s. Because there are certain benefits and certain drawbacks. And let me tell you something else that you may not realize. In some ways, yes, you'll have a mature connection and all that. But you also have to realize you're going to slow your life down too soon. Don't get complacent. Don't fuck around and move in. Don't fuck around and mess around with the daughter and get her pregnant it's just not a good look for you it's not it really isn't I'm just telling from my perspective only but it's up to you your tolerance may be different from mine this may be acceptable to you wouldn't be acceptable to me for a damn any reason because if she lies to you about something like that Man, just think about the shit that's going to come down. You haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg on the shit that's wrong with this situation and this woman. I guarantee it's more than just this. And I hate when that happens because it's just like you're getting through water torture. But people just give you breadcrumbs of situations that are going on. They try to win you over first and then they 
drop all these little things later on. As I told you before, folks, people always have an X factor. It may not be as impactful as others, but they have one. And here's the problem with that. Depending on the nature of it will dictate the response. This is the reason why when I run ads, I put all of my flaws out there in the beginning, right there in the ad, so you can see it right there. And once they read that, okay, this is this is my fucked up shit right here. And as I told you before, I get ridiculed for it. You shouldn't tell people that you're legally blind, etc. I want them to know that shit. It's not like I'm going to be walking in there with a CNI dog or anything. I can still see. But the thing that I want them to know is what they're dealing with. And that's the most frustrating thing in the world. Because see... What you'll notice is that people that drop that X factor later on after they think they've built a rapport with you, you'll find out how low their confidence level is and self-esteem. That 44-year-old woman's self-esteem was by her ankles in that she had to get a date that way. So... You kind of did that out of spite with the pubic hair in order to see whether or not you can control it. See, the reason why you're coming back is you're not innocent out of this either, fella. The reason why you're coming back for seconds with this woman is because you got a piece of mature pussy anytime you want it, and you know you do. thing I'm telling you. Don't fuck around with this. Leave it while you can. Because I'm telling you, you move in with this woman, you're going to inherit problems that you don't need. It's up to you. You're 23, you got a life ahead of you. More so than I do. So, Enjoy it. All right, folks, let's carry on. Now, here's the thing you have to also understand about this demographic. These women are going to be very, very sensitive in the sense that you crack a joke about somebody that maybe has uh, some sort of condition or something like that, they'll never forgive you for it. So you're going to have to be very careful with this. Now, look, throughout all of these generations of women that I'm talking about here, they're not asking you to kiss their ass. The only thing is, is that each of them have a different level of development based on their exposure, based on what they're dealing with at the time. You got to remember the Gen X, the Gen Z women, the Gen Z women 
they're dealing with something that Gen Y and Gen X didn't deal with, or even boomer women. Because they're dealing with more opportunities when it comes down to technology. So this is the reason why boomer women, for instance, still want to be romance, still want a guy to take them on trips and all of these other things. Where now, for many of the younger women, that's standard operating procedure and they're taking them their own selves on trips and they're enjoying their time. And they don't have to have all the romance associated with it. So it's a little bit different. There are still women out there that want romance that are younger, but what I'm saying is trending, these women are not looking at that. They're not romanticizing the experience. They're looking at the practical utility of relationships as well. Now, what else do we have here? They're going to also be dealing with, as I talked about, slow dating, where they're going to actually slow the pace of dating down. So, mind you, it's going to be mindful slow dating, meaning that they're going to take the time to get to know you, get to know your idiosyncrasies. They're going to actually humanize you. That's what they want in return. They don't want to be objectified. They want to be humanized. So this is the reason why they're taking their sweet time with this. And they're also assessing their own personal value in themselves. These women will also get beyond the scope of being defined by what a person may say they are, especially someone that doesn't know them. Now, a couple of things. These women are not going to be the ones that are butthurt over comments over the internet, that kind of thing. They don't stay online that long, not for those purposes. By this time, they've already got a developed circle of people they hang around, that they deal with socially. And they've already started the weeding process of those people that are undesirable, the ones that they really won't need that will be more of a liability, including family members. They're being cast to the wayside. They still love them and everything, but they now know the parameters and the limitations of that relationship and that love when it comes down to not being used or triggered by them. And uh, may more than likely be quick to go and talk about going to counseling or some sort of um, guidance. Now, let's continue on here. And like I said, folks, this is not scientific. This is just what I looked up. So if you're trying to do a textbook or something like that, only thing I will say is check your sites. Do not use Wikipedia whatsoever because Wikipedia is not still considered a reputable citation. Just to help you out because it's editable only. All right. So let's go on here. Equality is going to be one thing that's really looked at and this word called empowerment. Now, I got to admit, I'm just going to be straight up with you. I'm tired of hearing that fucking word along with generational wealth is another term I'm tired of hearing. High value man is another one that I am sick of hearing. 
And you guys write in wanting to know more about those things. But see, here's what we have to understand, folks. We're starting to have relationships based on cliches. Oh, you complete me. You got mail. You're my soulmate. I'm a hopeless romantic. This is the reason why I don't date women who read romance novels. <clears throat> now, one thing that I will say, I used to date them, but I found that those were some of the freakiest women in the world. Those women, oh, they will do some shit to a man that you can't even imagine. Because a lot of them may not have had the opportunity to be with the guy they wanted to be with. And so in their head, they got that narrative going. Hmm. A woman that reads a romance novel, and don't let her be older with a cat. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. Let, look, let me get... <laughs> let me get back to it. I told you, folks. Uh, anything can come out, right? All right, so... Let's go on and look here. And I apologize to all the cat ladies out there. Okay. The next thing, you know, when we talk about the equality, basically, they want to be heard. They want their voices heard. They want to be understood. That's it. Listen to. And the thing is, these women will more than likely take on the integrity and the, and the accountability that's required of them to measure up as that partner that the guy can trust. Always the case? Hell no, it's not. But more than likely, good possibility. So let's go over some else. Uh, let's go over through some of the other characteristics. We're going to be dealing with empowerment, which is that word I hate. In other words, where the person will never feel like they're trapped in a relationship. So a lot of people use that term, a lot of ladies use that term, when they want to have the ability to make decisions. They still have their autonomy in a sense. Now there's nothing wrong with that at all. But just be mindful because some women take it a little bit too far as far as uh, trying to marginalize the man, trying to emasculate him. I think mutual respect is due at every turn in relationships. My opinion only, your laws are the ones you abide by at home. All right, let's go on here. The next one. Now, the non-traditional the non relationships are common now. So this is something that is not foreign to these ladies. So she may say that she's bi, demisexual, or whatever. It could very well be the case. I'm just telling you the way it is. So she could have been in a same-sex relationship a month ago, broke up with that person, or maybe a year ago, and now she's looking for a heterosexual relationship. 
these things can happen. They may want to designate what kind of relationship would be best for them and you. Now, the thing is, it's going to be mutual input on this. It's not going to be a thing where she's going to just define what it is. It's going to have to be the two of you. And if you find yourself with a woman that's going to tell you what you're going to get, and she's not being considerate of you, shit, you don't need her. You don't need her. You can find her anywhere. Go to any street corner. Now, because some of you guys approach dating as if you're so damn desperate, you'll take anything and put up with anything. Men and women. And this causes a problem. Now, understand a couple of things. Whatever you start with in this relationship, you'll probably end with. So if she wants an open relationship, if she wants it where she could just go to work and bring whoever home with her, or you could do the same and you guys go on and do your thing, just understand that when you start it, that's what you got. That's part of your relationship. You've invited that in, the two of you. And remember, a lot of times in these kind of situations, they thought things through a lot. If she ever tries to bring it on you to make you the heavy is to say, well, you know, this wouldn't have happened had I not been in a relationship with you. Like, whoa, wait a minute. This was a mutual thing here. Right then, fellas, you know she's lacking integrity. I deal with it. Now, other things that we're going to look at here as well. They're going to look for authenticity in men. Fellas, you should look for it in a woman always. You can give a damn about the makeup, about the ring, the weave, the whatever the fuck she's wearing. What is she about? What kind of character does she have? That's what you're going to be looking at. Now, she's going to be open-minded and she's going to be looking at looking for that in a man most often than not and let me tell you something else she's going to make a tough decision as to whether or not she's going to have family or kids this is that pivotal moment in a woman's life where she can make that decision if she hasn't had them already and lastly the other thing that's going to be a priority for her to see how much debt she's in, set up a budget for it, and set up a plan in order to pay it off. Now, this depends on the woman solely. Because there's some women out there that will pay all their credit cards down and then charge them back up. It depends on the individual. Men do it too. So it's not just... Uh, gender specific but the one thing I want you to understand though is that with this if you go in that perpetual loop of paying the cards off with a person after you're in a relationship with them and then they charge them back up again especially if they don't tell you that they've done it or inform you why they're doing it not necessarily for permission but so that you guys can coordinate 
And if they do that, they should have a plan on how they're going to pay it back. If not, then you got to go through that struggle again. You're going to get tired of that shit. So these are some of the things that you will need to be mindful of that women 28 to 34 may go through or may be in a process of going through according to the trending data. Now, as I said before, that doesn't mean that every woman is going to go through all of these steps or all these things. But it gives you a thumbnail to understand where they're coming from when you approach them and they start hitting you with some of these things that may be very important to them. There's some things I haven't listed because the list was long. I wasn't going to list all that shit. I just listed some of the things that I thought would be very important. So that's what you're going to have to keep in mind. That's what you're going to have to look at. Now, as I said, in 2023, and this is just a snapshot of women in these different categories in 2023. 2024, it may change. Maybe something totally different. Because, see, after Gen Z, you have Generation Alpha. Gen Alpha. And usually, when it comes down to children, it has always been the generation, like, for instance, Gen Y would not have Gen Z kids. Instead, they would have Generation Alpha children. Gen Z would skip Generation Alpha and have Generation Beta children. Usually. But, who knows? We'll see how things go. But now, there are some things that we need to keep in mind that are going to impact the way we uh, perceive things, look at things, live. The cost of living in America is forcing a lot of people to reconsider moving overseas. The violence here is doing the same thing. The healthcare situation is doing the same thing. And a lot of these countries are now seeing this and noticing this trend. There's some countries that are kind of tightening up their uh, requirements for America. Now, a lot of you have written in about staying overseas. It depends on what country you're in. You want to check all the particulars. I'm not going to go through all those countries with you as far as what their requirements are, as far as immigration or anything like that. However, there are some countries where you can only stay for 30 days, 45 days, and you have to leave the country, then you have to come back. You have to leave the country for so many days, come back, and then it's a seesaw effect. That shit would get on my nerves. But then if there's any kind of political instability in that country, you might be stuck, especially if it's a regime change where they're putting military soldiers on the airport and everywhere else and nobody can leave. You're stuck and at their mercy. So that's some of the downside uh, prospects that you have to look at with something like that. So America caused this problem as far as us pricing ourselves out of the market. It makes no sense the number of homeless people you have in San Jose, Oakland, California, Los Angeles, California, New York City, Chicago, Illinois, Detroit, Michigan. Dallas, Texas, Houston, Texas, Louisiana, and different places. Because we've always written them off in Portland. Can't forget Portland and Seattle. We've always written these folks off 
as being deadbeats, less than, you name it. These are no longer the drug addicts, disenfranchised people. These are people that genuinely worked jobs and lost them. As a man who lived in his car for two years and had to dress up every day and go into a job and no one knew this guy wearing a Canali suit driving a Mercedes washed up at a gas station. I didn't think of myself any better than many of those people on the street. Because I had that stupid ass opinion at first that they were like that, until I met some of them. And we don't realize sometimes trauma will make a person lose everything. One guy lost his wife, left a damn good job. He couldn't handle it because she was his work. Folks, you're only one accident, one trip up, one fuck up from a setback. I know we get cocky and we think that we got everything on lockdown. It only takes one fuck up to set you back for decades. And it can come in any form. Now, should you be scared of it all the time? Of course not. But you must understand one thing. You're not exempt. Because a lot of times we get too overconfident. Just like the majority of people that would write into this show on occasion and talk about (laughs) how they got scammed. And then tell you about how smart they are and all the degrees they have and all the background they have. It still does not negate the fact that someone got you. Even when I try to share with you to help you against spammers, they're listening to this podcast and they say, oh yeah, well, you know, we know they know about that. Let's try this. But if you ever get around a good manipulator, you better hang that damn phone up. You better block that person. Because if you're not careful, no matter how much your ego says that you can't be scammed, it can happen to you. Can't tell you how many people. Thousands of dollars. I read about that one lady out in the UK that lost the equivalent of 300,000 US dollars. This man had made all kind of promises to her. They played back a couple of phone calls. Oh, he had bullshitted this woman out of everything. No fun. So please be vigilant on that.
Yosan, I started dating this lady back in May, and things have gone pretty well until yesterday. Her son has returned home. This guy is 25 years old and was kicked out of his apartment by his roommates because he refused to pay rent. The two of them got to arguing and she wanted me to take a side. I stayed neutral, and because of that she became upset with me, and now she is not taking my calls. So, as I see it, the relationship is over. I think it's only fair that I don't involve myself in pre-existing domestic issues. I would love to hear your thoughts about this. I think you are doing the right thing, sir. First of all, I wouldn't wait around. I would end the relationship just like you did. Here's the thing. And this is not an uncommon thing with women in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and sometimes even 60s. When they will have that child, grown child, that is problematic. They may not want to get a job. They may not want to move out. They may not want to contribute. A plethora of things. Now, what this lady probably thought was happening was that she got him out of the house. Things were cool. Well, he boomeranged back. Didn't want to pay rent. Could have very well been the same problem they had in the beginning when he was living with them. Now, during that hiatus, she probably met you and other men along the way. I wouldn't be surprised if this kid boomeranged back while she was in those relationships and wound up in the same situation you're facing now. Now, here's one thing to keep in mind with this. This is not foreign to her. She was so comfortable as to ask you to pick a side. Are you for him or are you for me? Am I right or is he wrong? You're too new in the game to even have an opinion on that. You did the right thing. That's a domestic issue. You don't need to get involved. Because here is the thing. Yeah, the mom wants you to straighten them out and all that crap to a certain point. And then she'll hit you with, you know, that's my baby, that's my child, etc., etc. They want to have it both ways. They want you to straighten them out. But yet, they want you to also be gentle. You do not have any time for any kid blood bullshit like that. I'm telling you right now. You're not a fixer. And there are a lot of women out there looking for fixers. And this is the reason why a lot of them are still single. Because the guy's not going to take on that task. I tell men all the time. You run into a situation where you have a woman, the kids are disrespectful, and she's expecting you to come in there to be the new sheriff in town, you're a fool. That's a failure on her part and the biological father's part. You have nothing to do with that. You're there to date her. And true enough, with everybody, there are situations that you also inherit with people. You have the right to be selective about the situations you're willing to contend with. You may like the person, but you also have to look at the situation. And a lot of times, you may get along very well with the person, the situation is fucked up and it's so bad that you can't see yourself functioning if you take on that. 
This is the reason why I tell you folks all the time. Before you go out to start dating folks, get a lot of your business taken care of. So if you're dealing with a separation or you're dealing with a divorce, you're dealing with child custody, get that shit out the way. Now, true enough, being a parent is a 24-hour thing and you're going to be a parent no matter what. But see, if you don't set boundaries and limitations, you're going to still have those chronic problems. In this case, sir, what was going to happen was this. You were going to have to be the mediator. She was going to let him back home. And then guess what? You'd have to work your relationship around their relationship. You'll have to consider there are going to be times that she calls you up and want to purge and vent about him and get ideas from you to probably help him get out of the house. I know you want to be empathetic, but see, some people will weigh you down venting about things and never doing anything about them. And that could be problematic. That could be very problematic. Now, you shouldn't feel any guilt by this. You're probably doing yourself a favor and don't realize it yet. And she'll probably say something, oh, you're just like the rest of the guys. Expect that to come down because she's heard it before. But see, she doesn't think that there's a problem. People who don't think that way, who don't think, or who think that way, think that they don't have a problem are the very people that actually have the problem. They think something's wrong with the world. And they wonder why people don't want to go and deal with their messed up situations. It's the magnitude of what's messed up. It's not the fact that it's messed up. That's what folks fail to realize. This is the reason why you get that simplistic, simp-ass argument of, well, nobody's perfect. Of course the fuck not. Nobody's asking for perfection. Nobody even put that in there. And so what happens? They don't understand that there are measures in which people can accept certain things. Like, for instance, you might have somebody that doesn't do drugs. And they meet someone and they're dating. And the compromise is that this person smokes weed. And you're like, you don't do any hard drugs or anything. No, I don't do any, just, just weed. Well, they have the option to say, okay, I could deal with that. Or the option to say, hey, you know what? This is not for me. This relationship's not for me. But see, what many of these people try to do is to take that option away from you. So they make the decision for you by encouraging you to date them. They don't tell you things. They omit things. They wait until later on and tell you different things. Thinking that they've built enough equity and enough uh, trust where now you can just go on and accept them. You see, a lot of people focus on being accepted individually. And many people already made that measure with the person 
But it's not that, it's the situation that they may have an issue dealing with. Because see, not only are they accepting you in a relationship, they gotta set, accept your situation and the conditions associated with it and how it's gonna affect them. And some situations are just unacceptable to some people. And a lot of folks don't like that. Because they want, oh, you're gonna just take the whole package. We're a package. I'm a package. It comes with this, that, and the other. Well, okay, that's great. But let's see the magnitude. Let's take this package and let's separate it a little bit so we can find out what we're dealing with. Oh, you're a recovering drug addict. Okay. Don't judge me. Well, I haven't judged you yet. What efforts have you done in order to try to save your life and make it a pleasant experience for not only me to enjoy life with you, but for you to enjoy your life? Well, I've been clean for so-and-so-and-so. Okay, that's a good measure. If you're going to deal with somebody on that level. Other people won't because of past trauma. They might have been in a relationship where someone was on drugs. And they said, no, no thank you, I'm not dealing with that. For me, I have a 100% drug-free policy. I don't want anybody smoking weed. Not that I'm better than anyone else. I just can't stand the smell of that shit. Not my thing. I don't, don't do drugs. Don't want nobody that does. Somebody that has a criminal mindset, I don't want to deal with that shit either. I don't want to deal with the drama. And the way you structure your life is you have your your tolerances and your intolerances. And you have those people that fall into that gray area where they are still okay with whatever they're doing that counters your values and standards. I don't make exceptions for them people. I don't do that anymore. I used to do that, those people. I used to do that. I don't do that anymore. And the reason for that, it's because what that does for you, it makes it much harder to keep your own identity. Because you're too busy trying to accommodate this individual and before you know it you're not marketable to anybody else but that person ladies why do you think a lot of these guys will tell you after being in a relationship so long nobody wants you nobody wants you nobody will love you the reason why they're doing that is because they're comfortable in bringing you down to a level where they want you to start believing it you don't need to be there And many of you volunteer to be there because you love him so much. No can do. So, sir, I don't have any uh, issues with what you've decided to do. Because I can tell you, it's a lose-lose situation for you. That kid 
already knows what he can do. He knows how to get back in the house when he fucks up. That's going to be a perpetual thing in the minute. If you guys were to get together in a relationship, the minute you went against it, she probably doesn't have the backbone in order to tell him no. If she hasn't told him no in all of this time, what has changed? Nothing. She still wants you to choose sides. We at Romantic Truth appreciate your listenership. Listeners, you're invited to stream and listen to Jawson's music on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Spotify, Audio Mac, or Deezer. Type in J-A-U-S-A-N in the search for artists to follow and like modern instrumental music from his discography. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those solely of the host and are not condoned, or endorsed by Romantic Truth, Anchor or any of its affiliates. The advice given herein is the expressed opinion of the host and not to be used for legal, marital, or family, counseling, or for professional practice purposes. In the event for professional assistance, please contact the local licensed professional family counselor, marriage counselor or social services professional in your region. If you need someone to talk to in regards to help, you may contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255, available 24 hours. All correspondences read on the show have been pre-screened and pre-approved by the submitter to be aired on the show. Be advised that all of the background music of production not provided by Anchor is owned by James Adams and Jaws and One Music exclusively licensed for this Romantic Truth podcast under waiver. Please understand that there were no people or animals hurt in the segments of this show including plants. All sound effects were improvised in the studio setting with props. We are an equal opportunity employer with two Yorkie poodles and a rat terrier as the security detail. Please be advised that the content of this podcast is under copyright by Romantic Truth and James Adams.